Once the one Daddy with my dad and so They don't want to get a nasty tweet from Donald Trump. I wish he'd stay off Twitter. I don't care. I don't care anymore. Well, either way. Why are you here? You're supposed to be asleep. I am here determined to stop this future atrocity. It's just not a natural thing we would do in our society. You don't see that. Yes. Two things that have only never let me down in this entire country's history. The First Amendment and... Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Let me tell you, the one that matters is me. Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response. Fabu. This is Ed McMahon, and now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C. C. Senor. A dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound, and today we are under the tutelage of our general manager. A different approach. No glorifying of the despicable. No making folk heroes of those who have turned in their humanity card. No wallowing around in the ugliness for the purpose of raising ratings. Won't do it. I just came across another picture as I was coming up in the elevator. I thought we'd all agreed on this, media. I thought we had all decided we're not going to publish cool pictures of these shooters. Everybody agreed that we shouldn't. No, but the last the last couple times, and it seems like it happens all the time, I remember a real restraint. The news network's not mentioning the name and, and, and various shows saying we're not going to show the picture and all that sort of stuff. I thought we had decided... This creates more of them. This is the one thing we can do to actually slow these down. And and I keep seeing cool pictures of the guy. Did, was that just a... That came and went like the latest rainstorm, apparently. Because you're right. I just, that is the one thing we all can do. And we're not doing it. Which is why here, we take a different approach. One thing that everybody's in agreement on that actually would have an effect. Mm-hmm. And you can do today. You don't need legislation. The NRA's not involved. Nothing. You just don't put the picture in where it makes him look like a cool, sexy celebrity. And I just came across one in the New York Post. It's as if his publicist had gone out of his way to find a picture that would help him get laid. Right. How appealing would it be? I'm asking y'all. And, you know, I'm asking it of myself. How appealing would it be if the nation's media were to air my gripes and my theories? Because I got a handful of them. You may have heard me mention them here on the Armstrong and Getty Show. But to enlist all of the nation's media to to express my point of view and what I want out of the world and what I'm angry about, why, that would be amazing. Let's see, what does it take to get that? What would I have to do for the entire nation's media to do my bidding? Hmm, let me think about that. And there's near universal agreement among mental health professionals that this causes more of them. Yeah. It's it's unbelievable. So media... And I appreciate your responsibility in saying near universal, but I've yet to come across the person who doesn't agree. Yeah, I I haven't heard one disagree either. Um, And so it sure looks to me like the media pours through pictures of these shooters and finds the one that looks the coolest. Mm -hmm. 
That is so sick and twisted. I tweeted at the New York Times last night, you're actually going to get people killed with this picture. Mm -hmm. You're going to scream and yell about various gun laws. You're actually going to get people killed. Here's something you can do today. Don't put that picture in the New York Times. They don't care. Just disgusting. Mm -hmm. Really, really maddening. Anyway, we had a lot of different stuff to talk about, including that. We're going to once again, because I think it's a public service, Read you the Malcolm Gladwell stuff about the national contagion that is the idea of these school shootings. It's real. It's what's causing this. We can actually do something about it, but most media outlets don't get to it for some reason. Anyway, let's introduce everybody in the squad. We'll start over there with our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? Great. I had a wonderful Valentine's Day. Good. I had you a know, very I'm nice s- dinner. I'm sore from all the sex. Oh! So much sex. Oh! Oh my God, I feel like Sean White's drummer over here. I don't need to hear this. I found it difficult to get out of my car. Oh my. Oh boy. I was going to keep mine G rated and call it cuddling, but it, <laughs> you pushed the envelope, Jack. Yeah, well, he tore it. So, no, I, I, I'm gonna, I had a very positive day. What I did yesterday, though, was when this story broke, I, I got the information. I, it was terrible. Turned it off, and that, that's it. I made a decision. Yeah. That's it. Nope. I'm not letting this ruin my day. Good and for it's you. Valentine's, and good that for was you. It. Uh, well, for I one, think Valentine's Day is stupid, but good for you. That <laughs> yeah. was that was very wise. Well, for one thing, and the reason it, this is also twisted, we've all been through this so mo- so many times that we have like our own personal protocol for how to deal with these things because it happens so often. Yep. But one of them is I, I don't pay any attention because it's a waste of time because all the information you hear in the first however many hours is turns out to be wrong. So there's just no point. What psychologically or not, even if you're fact gathering, there's no point. Um, there's positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. Uh, did not burn down the house when attempting to to make dinner last night. That's fantastic because ninety percent of my food preparation generally comes from the microwave. Well, and I'm sure Marshall wants to know: Did you cut or burn yourself or break stuff? <laughs> no, no, went off without no, a hitch. Not, on the, uh, not injured Whoa. on the the multiple uh, pieces of furniture that I assembled in a couple of hours a day or two before. There are guys right. in Al Qaeda assembling right. bombs who do less damage to their joint than Marshall does when he tries to cook. Go ahead, so it went well for you, son. Yeah, how did Sean's telling of his day end up being an attack on Marshall. <laughs> That's what I, I'd like to know. You know, I just, I blame myself. Back to Sean. Uh, but it was a it was a lovely night. Uh, yeah, a good dinner, good company, went out to catch a good comedy show. It was uh, all, all is well that ends well. It, yeah. was, it was fun. No need to answer this question, but I hope you, like me, don't feel like you've pulled a quad or something. Oh, my. What, what is this? No, I know the importance of What happened of to gentlemanliness? <laughs> I'm sorry, honey. I need to stretch for a few minutes. So you can just read a book or something. It's going to take me a while to stretch. <laughs> There's Marshall Phillips who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? Well, I got to tell you, I got a fistful of scratchers for my Valentine, and we went ahead and scratched half of them, not letting the stupid, angry cowards' activities get in the way of our revelry. There you go. Used a different old timey quarter for each card, which is the way you do it. We scratched half. We'll scratch the rest over the weekend. I didn't realize that's the way you do it. If you if you have scratchers, you use a different quarter for each card. An old-timey quarter. Gotcha. Not one of the new quarters. Okay. The old-timey quarter. <laughs> so far, my Valentine uh, got uh, 20 scratcher dollars. Fantastic. So she's happy. There you go. I'm happy. <laughs> Everyone's happy. Everyone's <laughs> happy. I'm yes. happy too, Marshall. Uh, What's that? I'm happy too for oh, you. All right, good, good, good. 
I hope everybody uh, caught the sarcasm, of course, of my jokes. I am a, I'm a, a married person with a couple of young children in the middle of a school week Ooh. and a number of other events going on yesterday. Oh, so yes. so that's why I'm joking about that whole mm. so much sex I'm sore mm. today. <laughs> yeah, yes. I, I picked up on that. <laughs> I've been uh, there. <laughs> uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is Thursday, February 15th, the year 2018. We're keeping you straight in 21-8. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, let's embrace life and move forward according to FCC rules and regulations. There's no more lively bureaucracy than the FCC. Let's go at Mark. At Mark. Michaela Schifrin looking for her first goal of this game's. Can she hold on? A little mistake into the tuck. She's got it. Point three nine. First place. Big mistake, but not too bad. Our <laughs> first non-snowboarding goal. Oh, oh really? Wait, wait a minute. Indeed. Finally. And what event was that? That was the uh, one of the downhill, one of the several downhills. I don't know which one. It was. Could giant slalom. Or, yes. giant, yeah, that one. Could yeah. the announcer have brought less enthusiasm to that? <laughs> yeah, it was a ferner. She Jeez. sounded like a fern. And it looks like, yeah, if she holds it there. Yeah, a little yep, mistake, looks, but no, she's Looks fine. like she did it. She, she'll There's probably gold win a gold Probably win a gold medal with that. So there you go. <laughs> wow. <laughs> nice. Nice and wow. <laughs> wow. Way to reduce glory to, I don't know. So, and the janitor is almost done sweeping right. the corner of the bathroom, and the corner is done. Right. He's uh, about to cross the street. He's waiting for the walk sign. There it is. Uh, he's crossing the street. And he's and he's on the other curb. <laughs> what are other headlines, wow. Marshall Phillips? Another stupid, angry coward launches an attack on a school. So many warning signs. We've got American intelligence now warning against using Chinese cell phones. And if you're bothered by noisy eating, it may oh. affect your ability to learn. Yeah, I got that problem. Yeah, stories coming up 635, Armstrong and Getty. My daughter, too. She got it bad. Oh. If you have it, it'll make you insane. Um, By the way, there's one major difference with this school shooting, and that is that the son of a bitch is alive. So we finally get to ask one of these idiots what they were thinking or what's going on, and maybe we'll get something out of that. Because they're almost always dead. Uh, How's mailbag look? Oh, it's outstanding. Insightful, hilarious, full of praise for me. We'll get to that if we can. (laughs) Jam that in if there's time. We'll see. Uh, We're tracking down a fantastic guest. You know the Secret Service was tasked with looking into these school shootings? Um, And they came up with a whole bunch of information that's kind of interesting on what causes it, what we can do to prevent it, and that sort of thing. So At some point, we'll talk about that. Stay here. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The voice of the West. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The movie Natural Born Killers, was that an Oliver Stone? Yes. Yep. And I remember when that movie came out, and I was really interested in it, but it seemed so over the top, and, you know, I thought it was being over the top to make a point, particularly when you had the uh, uh, news correspondent talking to the killers as they were, you know, moving about killing people. Right. And Making it, just, it all sexy and exciting. It seemed so crazy in the 90s. It was like, you know... An, an art form to make a point. Well, mm-hmm. we're almost there now. Yeah. We're so close to being there now. I mean, they're, they're talking to kids 
moments after they walked out of a school and were cowering for their lives. And airing the videos they were taking during. Yeah, and airing yeah. their cell phone videos. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. incredible. Oliver Stone's a complete wackadoo, but he sure nailed that one. Well, boy, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. Mailbag. <laughs> On a lighter note, because everything's a lighter note. I'll let the music play for a moment. I want you to focus on the weird sticks on the snare drum rim rhythm here. Tick, 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 tick. The charming yet rudimentary bass. And the delightful jabs of the brass. Now the piano comes in. They're really in the groove. They're in the pocket. Oh, yeah. Now, is this one keyboard player who reaches up to a different keyboard? Probably. I've always, you know, that's really cool. I'm thinking if you play this kind of music, you can only afford one keyboard player. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not selling that many albums. You're not really packing them in like you used to. All right. So, yeah, hiring that piano player is probably out of the question. So, hey, Jim, do you mind playing the piano line? <laughs> yeah, all right. Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day from Thomas Sowell, the great uh, philosopher, thinker, writer. Uh, the welfare, it was sent along by uh, Maureen in Littleton, Colorado. We already have a national show. Maureen uh, sent along, quote, the welfare state is the greatest confidence racket of all time. Do you know what a confidence racket is? It's a... Uh, Similar to a tennis it's racket. It's a con. No, not really. It's a, it's a con job. It's like a, well, I'll just read it to you. The government takes your money in taxes and then turns around and spends some of it to give you things. For this, you feel dependent on them when, in fact, they are dependent on you. Ooh. Well, government, particularly in your blue states, works to narrow the group of you as, as to be as small as possible so that you have absolutely no voting power. So they are dependent on a small group of people who they bilk and then distribute gifts to the rest who vote for them over and over again. And so dies the democracy. But moving along, Jose, or should I say Master Wordsmith? Well, that catchphrase you started yesterday exceeds my level of interest, or ELOI, has exploded on the interweb. This could be huge. How can we cash in on this? Move over, TMI and IRL. Ian from Tijuana. ELOI, man. ELOI. What is that? Exceeds my level of interest. Okay. That's a pretty good one. I wouldn't use it because I don't don't do a lot of snark on the internet. Mm, You do that in person. Uh, I do do that in person, though. That's interesting. But, I do a lot of in person. Yeah, you sure do. But, <laughs> you can't see the tears when you do it online. I mean, <laughs> well yeah, said. See, I don't get the enjoyment well because said, I, I don't watch people slink away. Right, you can't hear their pain. I'm going to start saying E-L-O-I to people as they're talking to me. Wow. Uh, but enough about you. Back to me. Old Jim writes, Joe, I find your goal of someday joining the pages of Bartlett's quotations admirable. However, I think one of your quotes from a couple of weeks ago could have been just the gem you're looking for. Talking about people who are always angry about something, you said, Some of you wake up... I can't even quote myself. Some of you wake up with a chapped ass, and as the day goes on, it gets chapter. That's pretty good. (laughs) Thank you. Brilliant, says old Jim. Thank you, old Jim. You're very kind. I see that both the men and women's hockey teams lost. I say we don't let them back into the country. Wow. Make them stay in South Korea. That's a little Kim Jong-ilish. Until they can win a game? or Until you can win. Okay. Gents, enjoying my second week in Eagle, Idaho. Left California after 77 years. Mm. Old Crazy Jerry, a former schoolmate and his pals, finally drove me out. Been listening to you since you came on in NorCal. I'm listening to you now on live, streaming, so all is well. I was born in San Francisco nearly 78 years ago. 
Lived in Tiburon for the last 52 years. Could not take it any longer. You guys are the best thing left in California, Robert. You know, Robert, we appreciate you saying that, but actually, in recent voting, we were third behind Yosemite and being 21 and stoned in Santa Cruz. Those were number one and number two. We're number three, best thing in California. And the great state of Oregon, Washington, Utah, that other state, New Mexico, that's the one. (laughs) Nevada, please, how big are we? In the great silver state of Nevada. We were on briefly in Hawaii, but that station went regional Spanish sports or something. Yeah. And and they decided they didn't want our show for some reason. Yeah. No bueno. Goliaso! I sent them an audition tape, but they, they declined. Moving along. Oh, this is great. This is an Olympic note. I think I can use the word, uh, the, the name. It's Jerry. Uh... Oh, and by the way, Jerry from New Orleans, we already have a national show. Um, uh, your business looks very cool. If I'm ever down that way, I got to look you up. Um, this is great. My 13 year old social justice warrior daughter was watching the Olympics with us and jumped up and started ranting about Sean White dropping the flag. He kind of dragged it on the snow a little. My wife looked at her, rolled her eyes, and clearly stated there are special rules that apply to gold medal winners who accidentally drop the flag on the snow. Then she asked what they do about non-binary people. Do they just get to pick whichever gender they want to compete in? Wow. Again, my wife looked at her and said quickly, I don't care. No one cares. (laughs) One answer. I want to hang out with your wife. That's that's the that's the best answer Honey, for ending the conversation, which is really your, which is really your goal when you you're in one of those conversations. <sighs> it's just getting it to stop. I don't care. No one cares. That's beautiful. <laughs> Valentine's Day. A little shout out to Marsh. Um, it's Lucian, I think. Scale of one to ten, Sean. How was your Valentine's Day with your girlfriend? It was it was great. Uh, it was. That's not a scale of one to ten. Yeah, oh. hey, wordy wick, mick babble. <laughs> scale of one to ten. I want a number, Eight. based on your expectations. Eight. Oh, there you wow, go. that's yeah. really nice. Yeah. So Happy it came up two you. points short, but uh, <laughs> of your expectations. No, glass, I have the glasses two tenths empty. I never expect anything. That's part of why I'm always so cheer- cheerful. Are you, that's why. Well, that's why you're positive. Exactly. Because I'm only pleasantly surprised. I'm never disappointed. There you go. Expectations are the thief of joy. Is that your thing? Uh, comparison is oh, okay. expectation is a recipe for disappointment. Mm, it is. It absolutely is. Ah, mm. uh, let's see. Thank you, Marshall. Right solution. After being near married nearly ten years, five baby girls later, whoo, she wouldn't lo- just wait till their time aligns, brother. <laughs> wait till you got a house full of women, all uh, a little edgy. Anyway. Uh, Lady time. Yeah. She wouldn't like chocolates after having our baby just in January while trying to lose baby weight. She prefers plants over pig flowers, etc. I spent the money I normally get guilted into spending during the Valentine's hype and used Marshall's fistful of scratchers idea to make a rose. I think she's going to like it. Hope you enjoy the pick, Marsh. He sent it along. Hmm. So he made a rose of scratchers. Spreading gambling addictions across a uh, a radio audience. In the name of love. (laughs) Exactly. So Marshall's News, and we'll get into some of the topics that we uh, we all get into. Uh, stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. I don't know exactly what the setup was like there at the school after the freaking horrifying shooting, but 
Um, could you not stick a microphone in my kid's face before I get there to pick him up and get to talk to him or anything? Could you not do that? No. Is that what was happening? It sure looks like that's what was happening. Pretty much indefensible. Although, you know what? The kids might have uh, willingly participated. Of course, they're not adults. I'm sure they did. But, you know, if you're 14 years old, I'm not sure any mental health professional would say, here's the first thing you should do after this sort of trauma that that will affect you for the rest of your life. Yeah. Go talk to the media about them. Jeez. And yeah, and go talk to some 20-year-old half-wit TV reporter no who's going to try to make it worse, you see, because well, it's certainly better as bad the, as possible. It's yeah. better for the show. So, yeah. Let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, the community of Parkland, Florida, mourning the deaths of 17 people killed in that high school shooting yesterday. Just before the shooting broke out, some students at the school thought they were having another fire drill. Authorities say Let's that- all remember what we were told by, I don't remember who told us. Some expert in this sort of stuff. It's never fireworks. Say that over and over in your head. So that when you're at the mall, you're at a school, you're at an airport, you're wherever, it's never fireworks. When you hear that noise. That extra second could make all the difference in the world. That's right. And don't be afraid of looking foolish. Yeah. Run. Yeah. Or hit the ground or whatever seems like a good idea. Now, that's a whole nother conversation because who knows what's a good idea in what situation. Authorities. They they actually have a doctrine now. It's flee, hide, fight in that order. Authorities say the stupid, angry coward pulled the alarm, the fire alarm, to flush the students out into the hallways. And that's when a uh, 19-year-old former student opened fire on the kids, sending hundreds of them running out into the streets. A fellow named Zach Gordon, one of the students, says he was running for his life. We started seeing kids running fast. And then after that, I heard like six shots, like like loud shots. And then after that, I started running with like 150 kids. We were just running through grass. There was swamp on our left. There was bushes. The shooter himself ran away. Actually, he ran away along with the other kids who were fleeing, trying to get away from the cops after the massacre. He was later arrested, taken alive. After the attack, the students described him as being troubled and strange and said he had a strong interest in guns and other weapons. Honestly, a lot of people were, were, were saying that it was going to be him and stuff like that. We actually, we threw, a lot of kids do jokes around like that, saying that he was going to be the one that screwed up the school. But it turns out, you know, everyone predicted it. It's, it's, that's crazy. Yeah, I, what, what are you going to do with this information, though? Uh, number of kids that are strange in high school, I don't know, 5%. At least. At least. Um, a number of kids that if you took a poll and said, who do you think is most likely to come shoot up this school? There'd be a handful. In every school. In every school, every year. Right. Um, and uh, it almost never happens statistically. So what are you going to do with those kids? Right. There's a lot of desperate searching for answers going on, I as understand. always. I have the same oh, feeling. Yeah. Of course. Of course there is. But, you know, and, and we'll talk about some of those desperate attempts at answers. And and what's wrong with them uh, during the day today? But that's discouraging. There it's is, sad. There, but there is one thing everybody agrees on that can be done, and we'll talk about that coming up because the media is really not doing it this time around. President Trump's going to be addressing the school shooting in Florida this morning from the White House. That's going to be at eight o'clock uh, West Coast time. Trump was tweeting earlier this a.m. about the shooting, saying so many signs that the Florida shooter was mentally disturbed, even expelled from school. For bad and erratic behavior, neighbors and classmates... Like millions of other kids have been. Right. That didn't shoot up to school. Finish the thought. 
Mr. President. You know, and his not having answers is not an indictment. Neither do most people. But uh, the idea that if you're unpopular, disturbed, even neurotic, but you're not, like, seriously mentally ill, you just are really, really unhappy. There's no action we can take to corral. Maybe we can proactively, you know, go out in an evangelical way and agree as a society. If somebody's really unhappy, really alienated, the rest of us ought to find a way to reach out and see if we can help them find some sort of some level of happiness. But beyond that, what are you going to do? You can incarcerate people because they got a bad attitude? Trump's tweet, continuing neighbors and classmates knew he was a big problem, must always report such instances to authorities again and again, exclamation Try point. to picture what that society will look like. If everybody calls teachers, the police, whoever, on the, on, the, on, the, on the person that keeps to themselves and is a little weird, what's that society going to look like? Well, it depends what happens next. First of all, every school and, and, and police department, whatever, will have a list longer than you could ever read. Yeah, what happens next? You know, my neighbor really keeps to himself, and he seems kind of angry, and he likes guns. Okay, what happens next? I don't know. Do we have, uh, uh, do we have a new, and I'm trying to be open-minded, do we have sure. a, a new category of social workers who reach out to these people? All right. Just proactively. Listen, you're not in any trouble whatsoever. People are worried about you. Yeah, Sean. You want to talk? Uh, send them a therapist. I mean, I don't have all the, but that's the first thing that comes to my mind. Somebody just might, hey, everything cool? What's going on? Right. Let's I'm here to listen. Yeah. I don't. Maybe some new class of social worker out there. Of course, the social workers who, for instance, do like, I don't know, kind of fringy things that don't really need to be done, like protect little children from terrible abuse. They got no money. They got no staff. They got 50 files in front of them they're trying to take right. care of. We as a people, we don't. Give money to that. We give money to lobbyists who bribe politicians for votes. Then or just, you know, who exchange money for money. From the law enforcement angle, they don't have enough uh, resources to track known people who have been known to go to terrorist camps. Right. Let alone every I'm not very happy in high school person in America. Yeah. And what it bothers me is that. In the wake of these sort of horrors, we have these spasms of, like, what the president just did, which is just, uh, it's an expression of, God, I wish we could do something, which is fine. I appreciate it. It's better than apathy. Um, But nobody's willing to talk about it that second and third step. Everybody just kind of signals their virtue once again and moves on. Well, there is one thing that we could do that I wish the president would address at 8 o'clock. He won't, but I wish he would. We'll talk about that coming up. One last note, switching gears dramatically. If you're bothered by noisy eating, it may actually affect your ability to learn. Jack Armstrong apparently suffers from this disability. Yeah, it, I don't I don't think I had it when I was young, but it uh, came on. Uh, I can remember the moment I first had it. And it's just the, the, the sound of people eating makes me right. insane. There's a name for it, right? Yeah, misophonia, yeah. Yep. Little D has it. Yep. New study published in the uh, journal Applied Cognitive Psychology looked at folks with extreme sensitivity to the sound of people chewing, coughing, or eating. What was the, what was the, uh, the first meal that, that triggered your... Your situation. I'm at the Taco Tico in Hayes, Kansas in college. Uh My girlfriend's friend was eating chips very slowly and like licking the cheese off. And then she would take a bite and crunch it and then lick the cheese. And I just sat there and I thought, I want to murder you. I'm going to pluck out your eyes and drag you behind my car. And I thought, this is not a a normal reaction to someone eating. But I was just, I was sweating. I was so angry. 
about the sound of her eating. Mm. It's the first time I ever noticed it, and then and I regularly have it now. Yeah, well, it's chewing, coughing, eating, even the clicking of pens, the rustling of papers. All those things get in the way. University of Georgia researchers found people who were bothered by the sounds had a lot harder time mastering and retaining information when they were oh, distracted are you kidding? by the, the I, I, eating. I, I wouldn't, if you had that noise going on in a classroom, I wouldn't even know the teacher was talking. Right. I, I'm, I can't watch a movie. If somebody's got a, one of those cellophane bags really? with something in it and crinkle, 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 I'm, I might, I either got to leave wow. or something because I can't hear a word that's being said. My wife, thank God, accommodates me like she pours chips out of the bag into a cup and eats them. And then pours water over them <laughs> and mushes them up into a paste. Like the sound of her chewing doesn't bother, but the crinkle into the bag right. and stuff like that just makes me want to jump off a building. It's it's so wow. strange. Wow, wow. You want to hear something interesting? So Little D uh, suffers from this terribly. Yeah. And uh, she's actually a, a very kind and decent person, and she, uh, she got some counseling on it. So, because uh, my eldest daughter would eat a little loudly and so it, it made little d homicidal and so um but a counselor told her instead of saying because little d would say i shouldn't be angry about this i shouldn't be angry about this instead of saying that and this sounds simple and dumb but instead of saying that she now she says i don't want to be angry about this and instead of butting up against a requirement she's thinking you know i there's nothing in me that enjoys this anger and it's just a different mental process and it's helped her mm. i don't want to be angry at caitlin and it's helped i leave Try the, it. i leave the room that helps too and when they're done eating i come back 100 <laughs> percent success rate yeah, there. and i don't yep. complain or say anything right right they have the right whoever have my kids whoever they have you have the right to eat your stuff i'm to gonna eat like a gd cow i just get, <laughs> i get up and i leave and when they're done i come back right the other thing researchers say you can do earplugs just use earplugs if you That's uh, not a bad can't, idea. can't get away from the I kinda, sounds. I'd kind of like to live my life like that. <laughs> you do that all day long? There you go. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice oh, of whoa, the whoa, West. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The yeah. voice of the West. That's yesterday's no, What are we Conch- now? What are we now? Armstrong and Getty, the conscience of the nation. There, there it is. You go. <laughs> there it is. That's a, that's a rough. What are you laughing at, Sean? That's a rough. Dra- that's just the rough draft. Why is everybody laughing? That's right. what I, I don't understand that. Play it again. Armstrong and Getty, the conscience of the nation. Can't you hear that? The guy is serious there. You hear that? The guy is serious. A learned man, clearly. Uh, Obviously. Right? You can tell by his voice. We resisted that moniker for months and months, Uh, but people keep calling us that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I've told this story before. I told my dad I wanted a nickname, and I told him what I wanted to be called. And he said, you kind of have to just get a nickname. You have to earn it. You don't get to call yourself something. Mm -hmm. That's what happened to us. People just started calling us. The conscience of the nation, and yes. it and it is stuck, as you can see. Is it right. conscious of the nation or a nation? I thought it was a nation. I thought it was the, a the, nation. The conscience too. of a nation. Yeah. Armstrong and Getty, the conscience of the nation. A nation. Yeah, it should be a I nation. Think it should, no, because that could be like uh, Zimbabwe or something. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We're not. We're the Easily conscience of the nation. Okay. That's a good point, Jerry. Right. Thank you, Michael. I think it's the conscience of a nation. We'll have to talk about it. Stay tuned <laughs> to the Armstrong and Getty Show. <laughs> The Voice of the West. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
get into some of the particulars of another freaking school shooting um, next half hour. I'm being silenced over here. No grief porn, no glorifying of oh, the shooter. God, no. Not here. I don't even understand that impulse. I'm not even, I was not entirely comfortable with the tapes we ran during the news. I'm not either. Let's talk to Marshall about yeah, that. I'm not either. I don't want to make it nope. exciting. Nope. In nope. any way. I want it to be academic. Ab- absolutely. Only about learning. Right. Colorless. Um, I don't want it to be exciting. Perhaps you could have a word with him, Hanson. And we'll spend a little time on that. Trying to Well, well there, are th- there are some things that are known that can help. Okay. The president could speak to, actually speak to the nation today and help the situation. Um, we'll I, go big, as they say in the business, uh, right after 7 o'clock news. 7 o'clock hour is going to be all about it. A couple of other things to but mention. But not grief porn. Amazon became the third most valuable company in the world yesterday uh, with some uh, increase in stock value. I'm happy for them. Uh, me too, but I just thought this was kind of interesting in the the changing landscape of uh, you know what rules the world. The uh, most valuable company in the world is, of course, Apple by quite a bit. But it's Apple, Google, Amazon. Is it Google or Alphabet? Uh, Google parent alphabet. Where is Alibaba? Uh, they call it. And Facebook at number five. So hmm. that's obviously America. A, well, it's America. That's cool. That's fantastic. And it's all you know. It's not your online stuff. They're not. It's not a giant factory building cars, right? Or whatever, right? And it it all could go away pretty quickly. Yeah. Although well, Amazon, a couple of them could. Yeah, Amazon is certainly more substance. Uh, oh, ab- yeah. More steel and, and and people and boxes and the rest than some of the others. Boy, how forward thinking were they? There probably have been books written, but. They didn't make money forever, and I used to hear people laughing about them, joking about them all what the time. What is Bezos Amaz- thinking? Amazon, at what point do you just realize you've got a dumb idea year after year after year of not making money, and they ended up being the f- the first in, get solidified in all our minds of where you buy stuff online, and now when you only buy stuff online, you go to I- Amazon. And I-, I love reminding people of this point that Amazon started out as a used bookstore. Right. It was a place for right. people to sell books for so $2. What are you saying? Open up a used bookstore? <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay. But yeah, it's, Amazon's probably not going to go away quickly, but like Google, a, a different search engine that becomes popular could happen very quickly. Facebook, we've been talking about, well, that one absolutely will disappear and something will replace it. What all is Google? Because Google's a lot more than Google, it's Gmail and Alpaca Farms. Right. The nation's largest and most efficiently run alpaca farms. Oh, yeah. YouTube, it's YouTube. Thank you. There you go. YouTube ain't going. I away. mean, somebody reminded me the other day that Zuckerberg, uh, Facebook <laughs> is Facebook, but he's also Instagram, which is huge with the kids. Huge. Oh, and did I mention Microsoft is third or second? Um, Microsoft, yes, yeah, still in there. I'm, you know, are they third or second? I'm not a, I'm not a PC guy. So, is that what they still are? Politi- I'm politically correct, bro. You're not. Um, one other thing. Well, yeah, they're software more. They're they're well, yeah, software for PCs mostly, but software. Um, Admiral in the Pacific yesterday, he he testified to Congress that he thinks that the uh, common thinking on fathead there in North Korea is wrong. We mentioned this a little yesterday, but he testified to Congress this yesterday. He thinks everybody the conventional wisdom on fathead is wrong. That he's not about just staying in power. The the guy in charge of the Pacific 
you know, the, the, the protecting that whole area. He says we he thinks we got it all wrong. He is the fathead is hell bent on reunifying the the Korean Peninsula mm-hmm. and is going to do it at the point of nuclear weapons. Wow. He's not just interested in staying in power. If he was only interested in staying in power, obviously then you just, you know, you could leave him alone and everybody'll be fine. You kind of it sucks that they have all those nuclear weapons. So he's going to force reconciliation on his terms. He is yes. Wow. Yes. Wow. And that's what he believe and and he says we're all wrong about it. He's going to hit South Korea with, if I can't have you, no one can have you. Wow, good one. Psycho, ugly behavior. Good one. Wow. And then something just stupid. Interesting. A couple of rappers bought expensive cars. Hmm. As rappers will. So Kanye West bought a Lamborghini for $750,000. Now that is a really expensive car. So they have power windows? I mean... Ice cold air conditioning, four new tires. That's an expensive car, $750,000. I think we would all agree. Certainly. I mean, it's 10 $75,000 cars, for instance. Jay-Z bought a car, a Maybach, Maybach, $8 million car. I didn't even know there was such a thing as an $8 million car. Is it a million-dollar car with seven hundred million with seven million dollars in the trunk? Is that what it is? I cannot imagine. It's just Kanye's car with seven point two five million dollars in the trunk. That's what it is. <laughs> it had better service me than thank me for the privilege for that money. Oh my god! Okay, we'll talk about it all coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.